We're on. Hello. Oh, hello. Wow. We're here. We're doing the thing. How are you? I'm I'm wonderful. Can I introduce us? The show? I would love for you to introduce us to the show. Okay. So you ready? You ready for me again? Oh, oh, I'm ready. All right, everybody. This is Big Sexy and the Honey Badger here to talk to you about milk. Here we go. How was that? Is that it? That okay. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what do you think about that as like a, you know, we could change it. We could be a duo. Okay. I'm down for that. Scrap this podcast idea. Would you rather be the honey badger or big sexy? I'm really open to either. I think I'll be honey badger. Okay. I was going to say you're big sexy to me, but you know. Uh, do you want me to do it for real or? Uh, it's up to you. Uh, I feel like I botched it right out of the gate. So <laughs> give, give, give me a second chance. Here we go. Second chance. Okay. I'm not going to pull a Dan and try to like get you to take it out. But you know, here we go. Here's the real uh welcome everybody to do you consider us friends brought to you by lucas abreu that was maybe a little better what do we think yeah that was good give me a little like character a little flair a little flair uh yeah welcome everybody uh this is okay okay let's let's cut let's cut let's cut let's uh i'll just (laughs) i'll just use the first one uh you know what i want all of them i think they're all gold Birds, do you consider us friends? At the moment, absolutely. But that can change? Uh, You know, no, I'm just kidding. For sure. Definitely friends. Okay. Good friends for, I, I've lost track of the years, but a long time. Yeah, I feel like I remember you you, you have that story about me or you saw me roaming the fall retreat thing. That is right. I couldn't remember where I met you first, but that's right. You were just wandering the grass at fall retreat like a lost little guy. Saw you all by yourself, introduced myself, and you were coming from a comedy show. I don't remember who you saw. I saw Key and Peele, yeah. Key and Peele. Yes. That's where I saw you first. I was trying to remember. Yeah, and then I remember I saw you one day at uh, Time and Change, and you were on your bike. Oh, gosh. uh, Which eventually got stolen multiple times. Oh, yeah. Different bikes. That was probably bike two, I think. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough. Well, you know, I didn't lock two of them, so <laughs> that's kind of on you then. At that point, actually, actually, I didn't lock all three of them. <laughs> well, one of them was locked onto your apartment like railing, and then someone removed the wooden porch railing, and they just slid your bike out. See, I wish that was true. Um, <laughs> no, you're joking. <laughs> so that that happened to like all the females that lived in the apartment below us, like. Four or five bikes got jacked that way. I was trying to park my bike on the side of my apartment building, but it was like two degrees outside. So my key got frozen in my lock. And I was like, well, it'll thaw by morning. It thawed before morning because the person came and turned <laughs> the key and took my bike and my lock. So <laughs> That's insane. I wish it was a, a, you know, not my fault, but that that one still kind of falls on me. Basically, I'm not responsible with bikes. That's what it boils down to. Oh, for three. I can't believe you lied about that. What, what else have you lied about? Oh, I, <laughs> you just don't listen. You don't listen. I, I, I never told it a different way. Besides the day you told me, I guess. <laughs> not, <true. laughs> um, not to you know take over, but can I ask you my question? Yeah, you can ask me a question. I'm drinking a beverage. What is it? Oh, it's Arnold Palmer. I can only assume that nowadays you've got the uh, the diet 
uh the the white like zero yeah yeah, yeah. i wish i did I, I just have the light i have the, the normal gray can yeah yeah i know you told me you switched i did normally i do when i buy gallons i go zero but unfortunately i bought a little tiny can and they don't okay. make those in the white so i'm getting sugary right now so you've stopped caring about your health yeah i've given up given up on my health okay that makes sense i mean i'm 28 i mean it's all downhill you are a gym teacher yeah i peaked a while ago yeah. To say when is hard to say. What are you teaching your class now? Well, it's summer. So Okay. <laughs> what are you teaching your <laughs> <laughs> no, Nothing currently. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you uh but you're at like a summer camp or whatever? I am doing summer camps, yep. Okay. So, so what do you te- oh, God forbid. <laughs> what are you teaching your summer camp class? <laughs> I mean, we went to the park today and caught a snake in a in a creek. So, <laughs> biology, I guess, animal capturing, poaching. Okay. We I taught poaching today. Nice, Just kidding. Good. We didn't we didn't kill the snake. We released him. He's a good guy. And then he killed one of your kids. You know, I wouldn't be too <laughs> sad. Depending on the kid, we'll just well edit that out. <laughs> I'm gonna pull Dan. Edit that one out. No, it's okay. all right. I, no, I doubt no, my kid, I doubt my kids are listening. Well, they might. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll tell them to listen. That way, they you know maybe maybe strike a little fear into them this week. You know, make them doubt. That's good. Yeah, show them who they're who they're playing with. Fear is crucial to teaching. That's what I always say. Oh, I could not agree more. I don't. I I don't. I don't say that. If you so let's say you were teaching a class, let's say middle of the school, right, or middle of the middle of the school season, uh <laughs> <laughs> school year yeah, okay <laughs> so let's say you're teaching a class in the middle of the school year and it's you know it's basketball you're teaching your kids how to shoot a three which of our friend group would you use as an example as to how to not shoot threes oh that's a good question um oh gosh i mean I hate to do it to him because you know he can get hot from time to time, but I'd probably have to probably have to say M. Lloyd. I'm not. I'm not sure M. Lloyd's got the, <laughs> the best three point form, Michael. But you know he can get hot from time to time. That's generous. Has he gotten hot? Probably not. Probably not. But he's got heart. He's got so much heart. If I if I had to you know teach a lesson on effort and heart and uh, positivity, M. Lloyd would be my poster child for sure. That's a, that's a no brainer. He's got so much heart. Yeah. Good job, Michael. You did it. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to teach in a class? It's a good question. I, I have so many good questions. Oh, I'm I'm ready. I, I, is this one of them? This is uh, not yet. Okay. All right. Save them for later. Um, I like to teach things that the students that go to my school like haven't tried before because like most most of the kids at my school have played on a soccer team already and they know how to play or they know the rules so it's not really new they can they can do that whenever so i like to try i've, I've tried gotten t- a chance to try a couple like sports where none of them have tried it before like this past year we did pickleball which is you know the hot new thing uh and so that was fun i've done frisbee golf before that was also fun so stuff like that where <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Come on. Okay. Let's just move on. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was not a good question. It was not a good question. All right. Give me a good question. Bring it. Okay. Ferds, how did the name start? My freshman year, there might have been like two Zacks on our team. So someone asked me what my last name was. Last name's Ledford. It was Josh, right? 
I thought it was Trisha. Wow. It was that it was either Josh said it and Trisha thought it was really funny or Trisha said it. But I thought it I thought it was Trisha. Okay. I'm gonna give credit to Trisha. Josh might have done it, but I don't know. Maybe I'll ask him if I if I see him sometime. So just Ledford Ferds. Nice. Yeah. So what Josh also did was just dip out uh, and opened up a spot for you at the six. So true. We've talked about it on every single episode so far. So I doubt that the listener wants to hear that story again. But from your point of view, what did it feel like going into a house that you were your own choice? I was my own choice. What? I don't know. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. How did it feel? To go to the six? Yeah, sure. The apartment I was coming from was like significantly nicer. So it was a, <laughs> <laughs> it was a big downgrade in that aspect. Um, I paid like half the price though because I lived in a closet. It's kind of like, I don't know, probably what it would feel like to lose your job and then like had to go live somewhere you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I was happy to not pay as much rent. I, I mean, I didn't really know any of you like super well other than Dan. Mm. So, and then I'd lived there for four long years. Yeah. Longer than all of you. Yeah, you lived there for as long as a college career should be. I wanted to get my money's worth, you know? So you... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> Speaking of money's worth, <laughs> that's a terrible transition. Oh, good. Aw- I'm ready. <laughs> awful segue. No, not at all. Uh, How much do you okay. make a year? Is that what you're going to ask me? <laughs> no, no. Um... Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of me, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's better be like a hilarious question. It's not. Um, so you worked at Donato's, right? That was one okay. way how you were sure able to, to make rent. You were in the Donato's handbook for employees, right? I was on their training video. You were in the training video. Could, I might still be for all I know. Yeah. I, Steve. Steve. I realize that that isn't really that engaging of a question, so I'm going to just move on from that. (laughs) (laughs) But but there was one day, obviously the six went through like a lot of rearrangements at our house. Oh, gosh. And there was one day that you got home after a long day of working at Donato's, and it was just entirely changed, and you were pissed. Oh, right, livid. Absolutely livid. Why? Just no respect. No respect at all. We did all the heavy lifting for you. I, I had no say in how our, you know, our main living area. I, you know, I spent like not a lot of time in my room because it was like the size of my body. So my main, my main space to to lay back, have a good time, play some FIFA, come back. Couches are all in the wrong places. TVs are all over the place. Had some weird setup where the TV was behind the couch. It was mayhem. Yeah, it was not good. The couch was just in the middle of the room. Totally excluded from the from the discussion. That's all I remember. Totally excluded. Yeah. Mm. Um. Still, mm, livid. Mm. Just thinking about it. Still upset. Riles me up. Yeah, I feel like you get riled up really easy. You're very violent. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was that one time in the bathroom. <laughs> there was that one time in the bathroom where we had that plank. We had the plank that fit perfectly into... Uh, to lock someone either in the basement or locking them in the bathroom. And we uh-huh. locked you in the bathroom and you were just like slammed on the door. We're just like, 
get me out of there. I swear, <laughs> get me out of there right now. And then I opened it and we were just like face to face, nose to nose. And you were about to blow up. Thankfully, you didn't. But you always had a violent streak in you. How does that play out in class? <laughs> oh, a violent streak. Oh, man. That's, yeah. that's a... That's a harsh term. Harsh term. <laughs> I would say I have good control over my aggressive rage. How about that? I didn't hit you. But you have aggressive rage. I absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's um, why you're a redhead. It's the Irish blood. Irish yeah. blood coursing through the veins. Can't really mm. help it. Well, I feel like I have it under control. You know, I'm still employed in elementary school, <laughs> so I clearly have some level of control or... I probably would have been fired a while ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I never hit you, like, with my fist, I don't think. Never punched Just you. Just with your words. Yeah, well, words for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, couple times. Couple times. Are you human or are you dancer? My sign is vital. And my hands are cold. Those are the next lines. I don't know what comes after that, so. I, you know what? I'm on my knees looking for an answer. And that's where you say what's to what to what question. To what question? Are we human or are we dancer? Oh, nice. Kevin would have known. Yeah. Well, that really wasn't your question to ask. That's all I got to say. You know. Yeah. Well, Kevin doesn't have a podcast. Well, he does have a podcast. But <laughs> he it's absolutely not this, does it's not have this a podcast. podcast. <laughs> he absolutely does. He had one way before you. <laughs> it's all subjective. Okay. Let's get into it. Come on. Ask me one of your good questions. I feel like you've been holding back. Oh. <laughs> Are we starting? Is this the beginning of the podcast? Are we in? Let's cut Let's cut the first 17 minutes that we just did. It'll be fine. We don't need well, this. This is, okay. Uh, welcome. No, just kidding. Let's, let's get started. Here we go. Okay, so one of the things that I, oh <laughs> one of the gosh. fondest memories I have, <laughs> let me ask my question, okay? <laughs> you can't even ask it. <laughs> one of the fondest memories I have with you was... Lying to you for an entire day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which naturally you think that's pretty evil, but it was your birthday, uh -huh. October 20th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually the day of your birthday, but it was like- I don't remember. It, it, was, your, it was your birth week, presumably. And we drove up to Cleveland. We ended up watching Joe Thomas's very last game as a Cleveland Brown. Without knowing it. We had no idea. Uh, Kenny Britt dropped some kind of like game-winning pass because Kenny Britt sucks. If you're listening to this, you suck. And uh, yeah, it was me, you, Daniel, Daniel's cousin, Mason. Of course. <laughs> uh, Vivek. Uh-huh. So we go to this game. Yeah, Browns lose. Surprise, surprise. I think it was to the Titans. And on the way back, at this point, we already have an entire surprise party planned for you <laughs> at a bowling place. And I was so scared of not being able to convince you, yet I was still so confident in my ability to persuade you. <laughs> I remember we were talking about like some kind of sport and I was like, okay, if I can just go from like finessing it from like whatever we were talking about into bowling and then being like, hey, why don't we just go bowling? Somehow in my mind, I thought that that would work and it did. Somehow Mason was down. You were so probably confused by that. From my perspective, we drove to Cleveland, watched the Browns lose in overtime in a nine to six game, I think, or twelve to nine. It was awful, it was horrible. Then we're driving home. Super, it's like getting kind of late. Sunday, got class the next day. You did have class the next day, and out of nowhere, everyone in the car is suddenly just like, "Hey, let's go bowling! <laughs> like, let's let's do it." We're like, 
yeah, that sounds great. And I'm like, I love bowling. And no one has ever been this enthusiastic when I say let's go bowling. And so I'm like, I'm the one person like, uh, like, no, let's not do that. <laughs> and then eventually I just fell asleep. And so you guys just drove me to the bowling alley. And then I woke up and we were there and I was like, okay, well, I guess I can't convince all of them not to. I was like half asleep and I'm strolling in there and then like 20 people are like, surprise. So yeah, that was a shock. I was not prepared for that. Yeah. But uh, it's a good day. Good day. Ended up good. You know, I woke up eventually. I still have, there's a little bowling pin that says happy birthday wow. that I got from there. Still have it in my office at school. Holding on to the memes. That's amazing. But yeah, I was not, I was not really, I guess I was tricked, but I wasn't really buying that everyone suddenly wanted to go bowling at the same time. That seemed, seemed a little weird. Yeah. But I guess I didn't figure it out, so. And that's what matters. You got me. We fooled you. We could have taken you anywhere. You're lucky we chose bowling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was out. Can I ask you a question that popped in my head? Yeah, you can ask me a question. Why do we call each other Brother Bear? I I don't remember. I don't even know. I don't know. We had the salmon little handshake. We had the salmon handshake. And, and then, then... Did Bear come out of that? Or did you just start like bear hugging me or something? That's... I mean, That's, you're a hugger. Yeah. Let's let's put let's that out a there now. Let's call spade spade. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's call a hugger a hugger. Hugger a uh, hugger. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea where that came from. Brother Bear. Brother Bear. That's, um, a, that's all right. It's a good good little thing. Yeah. 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 You can ask me a question now. <laughs> um, if this is like, hopefully this isn't too offensive or personal of a question. Oh, gosh. Um, what was it like going from physics education to physical education? Obviously, like the challenge was different, but I, I don't think I ever really got to ask you like, how did how did you process this um, when you changed from yeah physics education to physical education? Um, I knew that I did not like physics enough to keep going. So it was my junior year, and I was dying, and I was not doing well in any of my classes. Yeah, I think I took a day to like really think about it, and there are two things that I was like, these are the things that I get excited about doing and mm. one was ministry and one was like teaching people and playing games with people it was very generic but so three things well i combined <laughs> those two that's two sure but uh that's why i went and interned with h2o to check that out and then that's why i started physical education and yeah i think that definitely suits me a little better i think i like the the like being able to show someone what I'm trying to teach them rather than just try to explain it with my words. Mm. And I don't know, this, this sounds like like maybe overly negative, but I guess like something, I think it's from a uh, school of rock. Okay. It's Jack Flax says he says, uh, those who can't do teach and those who can't teach, teach gym, uh, <laughs> which always makes me laugh. Uh, in a weird way, it kind of feels true where, I don't really feel like I am like super specialized at anything. Like I don't know what I would do for a job if I didn't do this job, but I guess I just, I like a bunch of different things. Um, like all those physical activities, all those sports, all those games, like they all interest me. I don't really like, maybe like they differ a little, but I feel like that's what 
makes it so that I can do my job at, at a pretty good level is I'm, I guess I'm not like super like hyper focused on one thing. So yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but I, it works for me. I enjoy it a lot. Um, definitely glad I teach little kids over high schoolers because high schoolers are terrifying people. Mm. And little kids are not as terrifying as high schoolers. So glad I changed for sure. Much better. Yeah. No, I think though I agree with what Jack Black says, <laughs> uh, I think. I guess like not to not to say that I like can't literally can't do anything or that my job is easy, but it's just I don't know. It's not the hardest job in the world either. But if you want it to be special, you gotta you gotta care a lot. I guess that's what I how I view it. I do. Yeah, I care a lot. I think you do care a lot, not only about your job, but like also about people. Yeah, I feel like even though you were always violent with us, <laughs> you also like besides besides the days where you like you worked for like ten hours or whatever, if you ever even worked that long. Besides the days that you had like long days at work, or you would like come back at eight a.m. from the physics lab, having just submitted all your assignments. I feel like you were always really good at yeah showing us that you cared. Um, it can be easy to care about someone, but like to have those conversations and to ask and then ask follow-up questions and then like give input. I don't know. I always felt like I could talk to you whether I was like feeling down or excited or whatever. I always felt like I could share with you. Um, even though I don't think we were ever really in a small group together at any point. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm just lying, <laughs> but I think that's true. <laughs> What about like when we were on off-campus team? Were we on? Were, were we in a small group then? I don't think so. Can't remember. Yeah, I don't think so either. Wow, that is wild. Yeah, what a, a crazy thing. And yet somehow, despite not being in your small group, I was in your wedding. Yeah, <laughs> well earned, I'd say. I, I'd hope so. Still got to know each other very well. Yeah, but I think that even in that though, being able to have been someone in my life who. I did feel like that trust with and like that care for and cared by ness or whatever. Like, yeah, I think it speaks volumes to you and yeah, not to get too yucky or sentimental, but <laughs> I've not been in your class cause that would be weird, but I think that you'd make a great gym teacher. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Even if it took six years. <laughs> <laughs> it sure did. Um, six long years. Speaking of weddings, Michael had mentioned earlier that when you and Dan went to get a tux for Mira's wedding. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like I have no idea what this is. So I'm I'm just so excited to know because Michael said that you are great at telling the story. So uh, prove it. That. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> that may be a little bit of an over-exaggeration, but I'll, I'll do my best here. So uh, it's for Andrew Mira's wedding. We were all getting our, our tuxes from uh, Men's Warehouse. So me and Dan were both in the wedding. I said, Dan, you want to go get our tuxes fitted for our tuxes? He's like, sure. So we drive over there, walk in at the same time. I get fitted first. He is getting fitted while I'm paying for my tux. So I go up there, I get the bill. It's like $296 or something like that. So I pay it. Oh, my God. I'm very sad. Or maybe it was like $196. It, it was, it was one, of, one of the two. Did you keep the suit? No, it was a rental. It was a rental. So, oh my god, okay. very expensive. I was very sad, and so I, I, you know, I pay it. Whatever. Dan walks up. He just got fitted. Walks up <laughs> to the same exact person at the cash register. <laughs> we we got the same rental tux, and the guy goes, "All right, uh, it'll be a uh, two twenty." 
and I I like double take. I look over at Dan. I look at the cashier. And I'm like, dude, that's like seventy dollars less. So <laughs> I was like, hey man, I just paid two hundred ninety six dollars. These are the same thing. Why is his so much less? And he's like, oh well, he's part of the uh, the special suit club. <laughs> and so I was thinking to myself, like, does Dan have to buy suits all the time because he works at JB Hunt? Like, is he just like constantly like renting suits or something? And so I look at Dan like, oh, man, like, I didn't realize you were so fancy. And Dan, I was like, how did you get into that club, Daniel? He's like, I have no idea what that guy is talking about. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, how did he get in the club? And the guy's like, oh, I signed him up for it right now. (laughs) I was like, well, well, sign me up for it. And I don't want to pay 70 more dollars. And so, you know, Dan pays. I give the guy the receipt. He like refunds me, then recharges me, hands me the, rece- the new receipt, and it's like $268. <laughs> I was like, dude, why is it different than Dan's? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. So he calls over his manager. It happened, I think it happened another time. Like the manager tried and it was like $245. <laughs> Eventually, it was not even the same. It was like a couple dollars off and I was like, whatever, let's just get out of here. <laughs> and so I texted our group chat of groomsmen. I was like, Hey guys, just so you know, Men's Warehouse is trying to charge people different amounts for their suits. How much did you guys pay? And every single person had a different amount that they paid for their rental taxes. Like 180, 235. I was like, oh my gosh. Moral of the story, podcast listeners, don't rent suits from Men's Warehouse. Or if you do, join the super special suit club. There you go. That's my story. Men's Warehouse is not a sponsor. That's good because I hate them. I hate them so much. Ferd's hating them is an unofficial take on Men's Warehouse. <laughs> My violent rage is, is geared towards them for sure. I'm surprised you didn't just slap him. Oh, boy, did I want to. But then he probably wouldn't have taken the money off. So, you know, you got to pick your battles. Yeah, that's fair. Welcome to Ferd's Island, the ultimate summer sensation where fun knows no limits. Immerse yourself in an island paradise filled with laughter and excitement. Join us as we embark on unforgettable adventures, forge lifelong friendships, and create memories that will last a lifetime. Get ready for exhilarating activities, hilarious challenges, and nonstop entertainment. Ferd's Island is the place where dreams come true and summer magic happens. Don't miss out on the adventure of a lifetime. Pack your bags and get ready to experience the most epic summer on Ferd's Island. I'm going to say some numbers. Once you know what those numbers mean, I want you to tell me uh, that you know what the numbers mean. Okay, I'm ready. 103,410,360 seconds. I don't know. Okay. 1,723,506 minutes. I still don't know. 28,725.1 hours. The amount of time I've known you? No. I I, I don't know. Since the last Cavs championship, I don't know. Well, maybe, but no. <laughs> okay, keep going. 1,196 days, 21 hours, and six minutes. How long have I been married? 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I, don't, I have no idea. Keep going. That's how long oh. there was a group me about you. Oh my gosh. Without your knowledge. Oh. <laughs> We're talking like three oh, years. Oh, so long. <laughs> yeah, from January 24th, 11, 11 a.m. Pacific time. So 2, 11 p.m. All the way to May 5th, 2019, 8, 17 a.m. Pacific time. Again, 11, 17 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. A groomy was born. It was a social experiment created by Jono, oh where God. anyone don't involved... It, don't call it a social experiment. They would send Get in videos and pictures of you. It was a bunch of perverts <laughs> creeping on me. That's what it was. Not a social experiment. Get out of here. <laughs> I was being stalked by like 30 people. Yeah, we... Man, I, it, it, that was one of the most fun things I did in college. <laughs> which maybe is sad. I don't know. Oh, man. But to have an entire group meet dedicated to you, pictures of you, videos of you, I can't quite say that they were sound bites, but it, yeah, it, it was an entire group meet dedicated to you with pictures and videos where, yeah, for over three years, you just had no idea. I felt, I don't know, it, I don't even know how to put this into words. Like, it was just so, looking back, maybe was it messed up? I don't know. <laughs> I guess not. But it, it only made sense that it'd be you. And like, we took so many pictures of you, even with you knowing. And like, I remember one of the comments, I forget who it was. I'm so sorry. But someone was like, hey, I'm sitting next to Ferg's right now. Should this be a secret? And then someone else responded, yes, this should be a secret. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you at any point think like, this is happening to me? Uh, I was absolutely 100% oblivious. Wow. Which is terrifying that I could be so oblivious for such a long period of time. Like, if anyone was ever planning to murder me, I think I'd stand no chance. Yeah. I'm totally unaware. That's that's what I learned from the experience. Or experiment, as someone would say. And, yeah. <laughs> and the Truman Show. It's a little... It's, it made me feel like that. Where just like everyone was in on this thing that I had no idea about. <laughs> crazy. What's real anymore, you know? Yeah. Am I real? Maybe not. Maybe not. How to make a Ferds. I know that the the original intention was to make a, um, like a how to make a murderer type of docu-series or whatever. And thankfully that never happened because <laughs> what a waste of resources that would have been. But Jono, thank you because that was just amazing. Again. That was, that was something. It, yeah. Having that revealed to me and having to look through like three years of pictures that was a wild day i was shook the rest of the day i i could hardly like focus on anything and you had just graduated was that why i couldn't remember why they decided to show me it's probably yeah that makes sense yeah oh gosh and then sadie posted a video of you walking down the stairs looking at your phone and you being like what is this <laughs> it was a trip i mean by the end of the uh end of the time Things are getting a little loose. I mean, people were just taking pictures of like nacho cheese and saying, oh, <laughs> it's birds. It's like, all right. All right. Cheeto guy, bag on the, the guy in the bag of Cheetos, the cheetah, Chester, Chester Cheeto, whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, it's birds. Like, all right. All right. Come on now. <laughs> picture on. of goldfish. <laughs> Did uh that picture of like me and my dad at Chick-fil-A, but it's not my dad. It's just like a taller redhead dude. Was that like what started it? I feel like that's what probably started it. That was a classic. No. I don't think so. That was like that. If I'm not mistaken, that was us coming back from a spring break trip, 
maybe South Carolina, yeah. which would have been 20. No, I think it was Florida. That Florida trip where I met Jono. That was that? Yeah. Okay. It was on the way back from that. And then I just happened to have my head down, like being tired behind a very tall redheaded man. <laughs> and then he got the perfect picture. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, man. What a what a group me though. Yeah. Is it still around? Oh, it's still around. All right. Can I still access it? Yeah. I'll have to look through it again. Give it a, give it a little peek. I've accessed it. Maybe they took it away from me again. And if you guys ever get me, like you guys put together another one, I, I would really have some troubles just with life. That'd be to, to be gotten twice like that. Mm. I don't blame you. Oh, someone posted in here in December. Oh my gosh. It's still active. Yeah, somehow. That needs to stop. It needs to die. Some of these are of you still. That doesn't even look like me. Oh my gosh. That's weak. This is just a picture of some guy, some redhead on Survivor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you you and I kind of both get where people just see someone who vaguely looks like us and they're like, oh, look, it's it's Zach. Or it's, I feel like people do that to you too. Or it's just like any oh, guy yeah. with like a beard and a hat. It's like, oh, it's Lucas. It's like, all right. Are we even trying? Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's the same look. It's the same look though. And, and then they had like those like thick framed glasses too. Yep. Yep. Which that doesn't even apply to you anymore, Mr. LASIK, you know? Yeah. Man, I forgot you had long hair. How was that? Oh gosh. That was, I mean, I had to, I, mean, I just looked awful. Oh my gosh. I looked so bad, especially in Colorado. I looked pretty much homeless the whole time I was there. Yeah. Long hair and the flip flops and the shorts. And I literally always wear like a Hawaiian shirt and like, <laughs> flip i just just awful so awful mm. yeah speaking of your hair kelsey wants to know how do you keep your hair so red carrots um okay and then i squeeze a little tomato juice in there once a week nice that makes sense and the blood of my enemies mixed in because i'm a violent man as you say oh my god maybe you are mm. so Paige leclaire formerly known as Paige hamrick has a question ah uh, mm-hmm Okay. Uh, yeah, her question is, how are your lungs doing? Oh, mm, age-old question. Um, they're up right now. Nice. You never really be sure past uh, any given moment, but haven't collapsed since uh, the draft, fantasy football draft at uh, wow. Puzzles in, I don't know, 2017 or 18. It's been a minute. I, it might have been 2019 because I don't think I was there, actually. Could be. Got to tell you, my memory is just terrible. So sometime no. around there, I was trying to draft a fantasy football team, and the lungs said, no, I'm going to drop. Wow. But uh, they've been good. They've been breathing, you know, pumping up and down, as I guess they do. I don't, I don't actually know. Um, but they're they're good. They're alive. Thank you, Paige, for your, for your concern. Yeah. What was the story where everyone visited you at the hospital and then you paid their bill? Oh my gosh. Uh, why don't you just tell that story? I you're I part wasn't of the there. problem. I wasn't there. You were not part of this problem? No. I, I find I was, that so hard I, to believe. I was a part of so many problems. I was not part of this one. Is it just Dan and Kevin and Eric? Is that who it is? Those three? I thought there was like a much bigger group. No. Are you talking about like them telling me to pay for their parking for like 10 years? Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I think that was just those three. And then everyone else kept telling me to pay them. But wow, you didn't visit me? How dare you? <laughs> I was dying. 
<laughs> well, not really, but I was in the hospital. <laughs> I know. I. What were you doing instead? When were you in the hospital? A lot of times. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> you tell me, and I'll tell you what I was up to that day. I bet you just didn't want to come. I was probably in Brazil. No way. <laughs> no, don't, don't use that excuse. Get out of here. You're probably just like choosing to play FIFA or something over coming to visit your old pal Ferds in the hospital. That's crazy. Um, but the quick story is those three, Kevin, Eric, Dan, came to visit. The hospital makes you pay $2 to park. And then I think they pay you back. If you like, you get a ticket and then like it refunds you. Sure. Um, either way, most people out of the goodness of their heart would uh, suffer the $2 to come visit their maimed friend in the hospital with one lung. But uh, they've gu- they guilt tripped me for as long as it's been. So like probably it felt like 10 years, but I don't know, five years that I owe them $2 for the parking. And I refuse. Yeah, that's good. I never paid them. I never paid them. So a man of integrity. Or if I did, I forgot. But I don't think you did. Those dirt bags. I remember Sadie was like, Zach just paid them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a principle. It's a matter of principle. Although, you know, I used to think they were the worst, but they at least showed up. Mm, I know. Mm, that's rough. How dare anyone not show up? I think you owe me $2, if anything. <laughs> Absolutely And then I can not. pay them back. There we go. So I remember there was one day where I was with you in the kitchen Okay, go on. (laughs) And I don't know. I was just trying to be a good roommate. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ferd's like, it was either like, how was your day? Or what are you doing later? Something like that. And then you answered. And I was like, oh, cool. And then you asked about me. And then within two minutes, I was like, so how was your day? (laughs) What are you doing later? And you were like, Lucas, I just answered this question. And that moment was so sobering for me of like, I felt so bad at like a thing in the, oh man, I'm doing a good job here being a good roommate. I just didn't listen at all. I was just going through the motions so easily. That oh. I was like, yeah, man. Like, so how's it, how's it going? I, I, it was as if I ran out of questions, one or two questions in. It was crazy. I feel so bad. So I apologize. Oh, that's funny. I don't remember that at all, but I believe it happened for sure. Yeah. That's a good one. And then there was that time <laughs> that you and Daniel, so, so, okay, who's outside honking? Oh, someone's mad at you. Oh, my, oh my gosh. God. So what happens when you podcast with a violent person. <laughs> <laughs> I send people to honk at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to ruin the take. We gotta start over. I told um, you I was gonna I was gonna make it hard on you. All right, continue. I'm ready. Yeah, what's the story where yeah, what just tell me the flat tire story. Cause oh. I'm 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 always a little confused, but I just gotta know. Oh, so good. So good. Not at the time, but now it is. Uh it was a Saturday. I was delivering pizza for Donato's. Classic. Uh everyone is like, you know, probably watching the Buckeyes play. I'm driving around. Um, and there's, you know, around campus is right by our apartment. Um, the streets are super tight. You know, the people are parked on both sides. It's technically like two ways, but only one car can go at a time driving down the road. Another car is like coming the other way. I like, (laughs) you know, get into like the middle of the intersection, like swerve out of the way to make sure 
I don't get hit by this car coming the other way. And on like the corner of this intersection is this like drain the like the front of a drain and it's metal and it's really sharp on the corners. So as I drive past my tire hits the corner, pop a tire. So pull off to the side of the road, call my, call my boss. I'm like, yo, pop the tire. Uh, gonna you know i have no idea how long it's gonna take me to fix this so whatever so i'm trying to try and get it off myself and i'm like you know trying to get all the like it's probably not even the right terminology all the lug nuts off the wheel so i can <laughs> take the wheel off yeah and i'm spinning and i'm twisting and i cannot get it to budge like no matter what i do and so i'm like oh gosh i i don't even think i had a spare tire so i was like you know what i need so i need some help call dan i don't know why I guess he probably had a car and no one else did, or I thought he'd be the quickest to come get me. So call Dan. I'm like, Hey Dan, got a flat tire. Can you come help me uh, change it and probably bring me a tire? And so he's like, yeah, sure. I'm at, I'm hanging out with Mason. I'll be there in a bit. So I see him driving down the road and he's headed my direction. And there's a car <laughs> at the intersection who he's got to pass. And I, in my brain, saw it happen before it did, but he did the same thing that I did. He drove off, you know, off to the side to get around the car, and he hit his wheel on the exact same grate, sewer grate that I did, and I just hear, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. So Dan pulls around, he goes, did I just pop my tire? I was like, yes, you, you absolutely did. So we're like parked side by side with flat tires, and he was absolutely no help. So honestly, all I did was help him change his tire and then I called AAA and he left before I did. Wow. And my it turns out my car had a little plastic cover and that's why the lug nuts didn't t- twist. So the AAA guy just like popped the plastic cover off and then immediately <laughs> took the wheel off. So it took like four hours, I swear, and I never went back to work. It was not good, but watching Dan do the exact same thing I did was... It was just classic, classic Dan right there. That's crazy. Being a good friend, but uh, ending up being more trouble. Yeah, he ended up being more trouble, but he tried. He gave it his all. Yeah. So those sewer grates still, they give me nightmares a little bit. Killers. Yeah. No, that that's fair. That's fair. So what's it like being the less interesting person in our friendship? What's it like being the less interesting person? Yeah. You'll have to answer that. <laughs> no. Go ahead and answer. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Oh, <laughs> I broke him. I broke him, folks. Remember that? False. I am unbreakable. I don't care what he says. I'm the one editing this podcast. And you are the one listening. So thank you. While we have this little break, why don't you just don't pause it? Just I'll give you a second here right now. This is the second for you to go give this a rating. Leave a review. Type up a little cute comment for me to read later. I don't know how to read them, but if one of you writes one, maybe I will find out how. I don't know. Now there's a dog barking outside. This is just mayhem. This is awful. So let's just, doors are being slammed shut. What is happening? Let's just get back to the podcast, okay? Now now I'm kind of scared. Honestly, I'm kind of scared. And we're back! (laughs) Hey! Hey! So you and I have spent a lot of time together out west, yeah? Yeah, that's true. 
Um, the first time was really 2016. I feel like the journey to get there was a lot. We had to support raise. Hey, it's me uh, from the future or the past, depending on how you interpret this. I wanted to give a quick note on what support raising is in case you don't know. So what support raising is, is the following. Our church being a college ministry didn't get tithes from students because, well, we're college students. So what do they do? The staff members of the church, or in our case, interns, would raise support, financial support, that would sustain our salaries for that summer. FIRDS kind of gets into the process, so I won't talk about it too much here, but essentially it's just a way to have people work for the church without having to necessarily be paid by the people that they are serving. Also, this is like just an unofficial stance. I, I don't know what the exact terminology is, it's just from my experience and understanding of it. <laughs> How was that experience for you, do you think? Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, I would go down into the basement of the six, which looked like the worst jail cell of all time. Just totally unfinished puddles of like goo on the floor. Just nastiness. Kevin, Star Wars figures. Yeah, Star Wars figures. Usually like a loud washer or dryer going. And I would call people I didn't want to talk to and ask them to give me money so I could go to Colorado, which I am not a good fundraiser, nor do I love talking on the phone. Probably one of my least favorite things of all time is talking on the phone, especially to people that don't really want a phone call from me. So yeah. a real hodgepodge of bad things. But I don't know if you could find a worse support raiser than me. And somehow I was still able to raise the support I needed. So mm. clearly it was not by my... <laughs> It was a good showing that the Lord provides, even for those that are completely unskilled. <laughs> Praise God. Um, and uh, often unmotivated to uh, yeah. complete the task. So uh, it was not great. We'd go to Panera Bread early in the morning to like debrief. And I feel like oh, gosh. whenever oh. we went there, at least for myself, I was just like, man, like I've got no, I've got no updates here. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we'd get in Diane's truck. Yeah, the three of us. Every, yeah, oh gosh, those were the worst. Yeah, you get up super early and you just knew you're going to show up and have nothing, nothing good to tell. Whoever, I can't remember who was in charge. It was, it was but I'll leave that out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. need my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, showing up and delivering bad news. That was, that was basically what it was. Yeah. Good old Diane, though. Diane, shout out to Diane. I think that there was like an interesting aspect for us, both support raising, both an encouragement, but also in competition. Not that I like, <laughs> felt like I had to do better than you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I just remember feeling like, I don't know. It was weird because as, as, as happy as I wanted to be for you, I was like, oh my gosh, like, like you were struggling and you were doing better than me. It felt like at times, and I'm sure that you probably felt the same way about me, but yeah, it, I don't know. Am I off base in saying that? <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was always a weird feeling when other like when other people were like flying past you, just like, oh, yeah, am I doing like, am I even doing the right thing? You know, is this like, is this something I should even be doing? So doubt would always creep in, and yeah, it's hard not to be competitive, just when you are, you know, I am a competitive person, so all that definitely true. Was it similar for you? Like, pretty difficult to raise support and everything? I can't really remember. It, it was. I remember like the church I was involved with in Boston supported me with like $500, which was like, I don't know, probably 7% of my goal. So that was huge. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple people who just like I reached out to and 
shockingly enough, like supported me with a lot of money. And I was just like, so thankful for that. People that I didn't even really know, but like, we're not, they were either my age or younger or older. Like it, it was, it was wild to see the ways that I feel like God provided in those moments. Cause it, it, it genuinely did not feel like I was doing anything. And then by the end of it, I think I was like maybe the last person to get fully support raised. And I was like a couple grand shy and Stephanie at the time, Hoagland, now Stephanie Kolpicky had received like extra money from something from the year before when she interned and it was in her account and like she couldn't keep it, but was like, Hey, can I just like use it to give it to someone else instead? And gave it to me. Um, because I think I was like the only person who asked her. That's cool. I did not know that. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just like crazy of like, I felt so uh, undeserving of it and yet like so provided for. And it was awesome. I got to be in Colorado. Didn't have to like work 40 hours a week doing cleaning <laughs> like, laundry and oh, cleaning gosh. rooms. I just chilled at the campground on a it golf was, cart. It was so much, so much better. Oh, yeah. You had the easiest little like seven hour job too. Yeah. I like literally. You and Michael Lloyd did like nothing. Yeah. And, and Diane, we, I made like a little birdhouse. I made a little like wooden boat. <laughs> Um, I painted rocks, dude. Like, like oh my gosh! Um, I drove around in the, in, the, in the golf cart, and like at one point, me and Michael were in it, and I was like, I can get us from point A to point B, and the golf cart was just like stuck and lodged into like a tree trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, oh no! So we had to like push it off for our boss sauce. It was crazy. It was so so dumb. Um, but yeah, and then like just the, the flexibility to be able to like, and again, and the, so, so many great things happened there. I, I'm thankful for the people that, you know, I both invested in and invested into me, uh, but also being able to go and just golf for like free because we were YMCA employees, even though we didn't have the same rigorous schedule. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, so we just, we, we went up and golfed like in the middle of the day on like crazy nice golf courses in the Colorado uh, altitude it was amazing um it was pretty amazing i remember i did a hike at one point where <laughs> uh rather no i tried doing a hike and i started going up and i was like hey guys like we're like a sixth of the way up if i make it halfway up i won't be able to make it halfway down <laughs> so i'm gonna just stop here <laughs> and so i turned around couldn't find the trail <laughs> oh my gosh and like, I remember I was walking back down with my GoPro still on, on like the end of a long stick. And I was like, I, you know, I, at some point I wanted to see the footage just in case there was like a bear behind me or something. Um, I still think that there might've been because someone mentioned seeing a bear when they were on the way up. Anyway, uh, I ended up like a mile away from the trailhead. So I walked like 15 minutes oh back gosh. to the trailhead and then waited in a car because there was no phone service. So I'm just sitting there waiting for someone to like for some reason come through to drive me all the way back and i was <laughs> i kid you not going up like a sixth of the way there it was maybe like a 15 i, I walked maybe for 10 or 15 minutes i was soaking <laughs> i was soaking wet and sweat it was horrible absolutely hated it but the uh the mini golf was fun the mini golf was really fun the mini golf was fun you know, for all the people that interned, there was like no people who like to hike, which is crazy because we went to Colorado. Yeah. Like I hate hiking. Diane hated hiking. You didn't like hiking. <laughs> we were not the right people, I feel like, for that for that aspect of it, for sure. But in a way, we were the perfect people. Kind of worked out. Yeah. You know? We also went to Trail Ridge that one night. Trail Ridge. Yeah. We, we slept on top of the mountain overnight. Oh, right, right. Oh, 
We were so giggly. Oh my gosh. Was, Me, you, and Sean. What was the joke? We, there was a joke yeah, yeah. that was like killing. We were killing it with that same joke. It, it was the... Was it a moose man or no, something? The, 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 it, it was moose... Oh my God, what was it? The manoose. <laughs> the manoose. <laughs> it was oh the manoose that was on the loose. Yeah, but me, you, and Sean. Are you sure? Like, yeah. Did one of us like slip the other two like mushrooms or something? Because we were oh nonstop. We were real, real giggly about this. That is a dumb a manoose. That is. Stupid. <laughs> it was a man and it was a moose. It was a manoose. We really thought we were pretty funny though. Yeah. Did we spoon? It, we spooned you and me, I, you and Sean. Oh yeah, the the tri spoon. And we kept each other warm. I people were like, that's important, dude. Like, are you sure? Because I was wearing like sweats and a crew neck or like maybe a hoodie. And they were like, are you sure like, you're not going to be cold? Mind you, like, granted, you know, it, it is summertime, but this is on the highest road altitude-wise <laughs> in the United States, or at least continental U.S., in the middle of the night. So, like, it was freezing, and I'm just up there. I'm wearing sweats over a pair of shorts, thinking that that would help, with, like, just a hoodie. My teeth were clattering. Chattering? <laughs> My teeth were chattering. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so cold. Uh, but yeah, the spooning kept me kept me warm. It kept us warm. That's what it's all about. That's friendship. Yeah. If you can't spoon with your friends, what can you do? Mm. You know? Mm. Exactly. You get it. Deep thoughts from, from, oh, oh, I get it. Yeah. Boy, do I get it. And then mm. uh, fast forward, what was it? Five years later? I don't, I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, uh, you and Sades <laughs> came out to LA. Ah, uh, yes. You went out west yes, yes, yes. again. Um, you know, yeah. Lucas, you, and I think this is true. You are the person I have spent the most time with on the Western part of the United States more than anyone else. Wow. I think that's true. It feels like a really short list, but I'll take it. I mean, more than my wife. So that's true. Well, there you well, go. She was in Hawaii that summer though. Uh, she was in New Zealand. Yeah. That's, that's, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut, cut, that, that. cut that, cut that, cut that. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to LA. Yeah, oh, that was a blast. I will give a, a ringing endorsement to anyone who wants to go to LA who needs a guide. Lucas was without a doubt the best. And I'm not. I'm not messing around here. Best guide we had all trip. It was incredible. He knew this. He knew the places. Mm. He knew where to go. He had a car. He did. Super important to have a car. Showed us all the sights. He knew the secret menu at a coffee shop. So you know he he was he's ingrained in the LA. Uh, la scene you know so yeah truly was probably it, me and sadie both thought it was like our favorite part of our trip where we spent 10 days in california we traveled all over the place but you made it quite the day day and a half is that when we were there with you i feel like it was a little Something longer like that. than that it was two nights two nights for sure yeah but i think we left we got there pretty late and we left pretty early after that one yeah full day yeah I think. Yeah, yeah but it was a it was an amazing time but uh, you were nice enough to house us mm. and drive us everywhere. You're a, a true gentleman. Yeah. Um, and we had some delicious Korean barbecue. Isn't that what it was? We did. Oh, I think about that place all the time. So good. Mm. And we watched a comedy show outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, gosh, Jay Farrow? Jay Farrow was there. Jay Farrow was there. He didn't do very many impressions, though, which made me a little sad. But still funny. Still good. Yeah. Jay, if you're listening, come on the pod. <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome to join you, jay farrow do you consider us friends and if, if not so, it's fine it's a good question if not it's fine let's become friends i got you there you go it's good stuff 
Good old Jay. Yeah, no. Good guy. It was, uh, it was an awesome time. I was so thankful that you guys came out here and welcomed me into uh, into your itinerary. Can I ask you a question? You can. You don't have to ask every time. What's your f- <laughs> I'm going to keep it. I'm going to be polite. Okay. I'm a polite guy. You know that. Yeah. You know that about You're me. You're violently Super polite and po- politely violent. Violently polite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you don't let me be polite, I'll get violent. Um, what's your favorite part about L.A. since living there? Um, favorite thing. Hmm. Can be a, anything, really. I think the weather. Besides, like, the past six months, which is crazy to say because it's been so gloomy, I just love, like, pretty consistently, it's, like, 70 to 80 degrees. That's pretty nice. I don't know. I just love the weather. I Though I don't like hiking – and though I don't love going to the beach to get super sandy, I like having the option to do both in the same day. <laughs> Have you ever done both in the same day? Um, hmm, maybe. Maybe by the time someone's <laughs> listening to this. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> Good answer. Maybe by the time someone's maybe. listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, but I'm not saying I'm not open to it. I'm open to it. All right. Um, Go do it. I also just love, besides Chinese food, which I feel like the Chinese food here in LA is not that great, Korean, the Thai, uh, Japanese, yeah, those genres of food, if you will, are all very tasty. The coffee can be hit or miss. I think I've really enjoyed finding my spots over the course of the last few years, just because with the pandemic, I don't know, it kind of felt like... I was interrupted pretty quickly, but once I've started to like find a routine, I'm like, okay, I, I you know, I, I like going to this coffee shop or I like going to grab food here or, you know, go to this place after church or whatever. I think that as I've found more of a routine, I already liked the city a lot when I moved here, thankfully. But, but yeah, I think that once I started to come out of the pandemic, I was able to further my, my love for the city. So. Yeah, to bounce off of that. Yeah, okay. If you were a musical instrument, or if I was a musical instrument, what musical instrument would I be? Probably like a violin. Why? I, I you just violins are violent. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, you're, stringy, you you're stringy. You're stringy. <laughs> you're 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 noisy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know all right <laughs> know. good answer good answer oh you know what i just thought of oh my gosh What's that? the time where we wanted to prank daniel <laughs> the time we wanted to prank daniel so we put we had already put the egg on the door at this point and i was like oh it'd be really funny if the door stays open because uh, daniel was out going to mason's or or let me just rewind that we thought it'd be really funny because Dan was out with Mason that night that if we put a door, <laughs> if we put a shoe on top of his open door, that when he opened it, the shoe would fall down and hit him. We thought that'd be really funny. Yeah. So funny. So funny. Okay. I got, I got to start over. This is, this is, this is such a, I'm telling it so, I'm telling it so badly. I'm telling it so badly. Okay. It's a good story. This is going really well. You cannot cut this. You got to keep it. I'm going to cut this. Show people that you have flaws. You got to show people that you have flaws. Make you more relatable. I'm, I'm a better storyteller than this. I got to cut it. <laughs> Shoe on the door. Okay. Uh, go. So, so, okay. So, Daniel was out one night with Mason, and we were like, I, I just remember thinking it'd be really funny if we put a shoe on Daniel's door so that when he got home, he got hit by a shoe. Hilarious. Yeah. So, the door was cracked. Who is we? 
by the way. I think just like me, Kevin, and Eric. I, I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 We were, we were, we were just, oh man, it'd be really funny if we pranked Daniel by putting a shoe that was, yeah, on top of the door. So when he opened it, it would hit him. And for some reason, of all nights, Daniel did not come back home. Classic Dan. And you, being genuinely such an amazing roommate, saw the door was open and you worried for Daniel. You had compassion. Of course. That's what I'm known for. Yeah, you're known for compassion. Mm -hmm. And to make sure that Daniel was okay, because why would he be sleeping with an open door? You go inside (laughs) And as you're stepping in, you get hit by a shoe, yes. which I can only imagine how <laughs> how terrified oh you are. Probably, <laughs> probably thinking, "Yo, did someone <laughs> did someone just throw a shoe at me? What is happening?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so. You turn on the lights. And you don't see Daniel at this point. Again, we're all still asleep. But like you put the shoe because this is like 5 a.m. You're like getting ready. You've just waken up. You don't want to go to teach as like a teaching assistant. It's way too early in the morning. You get struck in the head by a shoe. Yes. And then that shoe ended up in our freezer for like two weeks. <laughs> Whose shoe was it? Was it Dan's shoe? It, yeah, it was one of Daniel's running shoes. It was so bad. <laughs> Daniel catching strays. Gets his shoe put in the freezer for no reason. (laughs) And then it just stayed there. Nobody moved it. Gosh, our freezer. I mean, can we just talk about how horrible our house, like that was one of the most disgusting places. We didn't know there was a shoe in the freezer for two weeks. No, 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 no. We knew, we knew, we knew, we knew. Oh, we just left it. Yeah, you put it there. Somehow worse. That's somehow worse. Yeah, you put it there as revenge. You were like, oh yeah, if I I put Daniel's shoe in the freezer, that'll show him. That'll show him. (laughs) Gosh, I'm, I'm not good at revenge is what it boils down to. Yeah, which is, is good because, again, it's just so violent. <laughs> if you were good with now, revenge. <laughs> I'm going to preface this with I didn't listen to Eric's podcast yet, but I will. I will. Wow. Uh, but that the, the freezer reminds me yeah. of an incident with Eric <laughs> and the freezer. And then you helped Eric try to right the wrong and inevitably made it worse. Oh wait, what? Do you, do you need? The, do you want that story? Oh my god, it, absolutely. I, I, how did I? Okay, yeah, just go for it because I don't remember. I mean, you didn't, you didn't really make it worse, but you didn't. Both of you uh, caused additional problems out on out on your spree. Uh, so, <laughs> quick story here. I love M M&M and M ice cream cookie sandwiches more than maybe anything in the world. They are so delicious, but they're always expensive, so I never buy them. So I never have them, but. One day at Kroger, they were like half price on sale. So I bought myself a box and I was, I was like the happiest I'd been in years. And so each sandwich was like a mini, just delightful treat that brightened my day. And I was strolling over to the freezer. I was like, oh, I'm going to have one. I'm so excited. And I was still excited because I knew there were two left. So I was like, oh, and this won't even be my last one. I still have another one to enjoy (laughs) and so i open the freezer the box is there pull the box out there are no cookie sandwiches in that box someone had taken the last two cookie sandwiches (laughs) out and left the box almost on purpose to really just like trick me so i am in a i'm in a blind rage i seek out who did it and lo and behold eric decided 
that him and his uh, lady friend at the time, I won't, I won't say who because I don't remember, uh, <laughs> he decided, oh, you know, Ferds won't mind. These are like the communal, I think his reasoning was he thought they were the communal M&M cookie sandwiches, which is, that was just an insane thing to think. That's a crazy assumption, sure. And then he left the box, like so many crazy decisions in a row. You know, they ate them, and I find out, and I lost it. I, I only have ever been as mad at Eric ever. I don't think I will ever be as mad at Eric ever again as that moment. He really didn't make me mad that often, but that that just about did it. So I, do you remember the phrase I said in my rage? I was like, they're delicious and I love them. <laughs> and so I made Eric feel terrible about it. On purpose. Went to, went to bed in a huff, super, super angry. The next morning... I wake up and in the freezer is a brand new box of, of these ice cream cookies. And, you know, I, Eric's like, yeah, me and Lucas went uh, and we bought you some new ones. I was like, oh, okay, that, that was nice of you. And then Kevin comes into the room and he's like, how did you guys get those? Like, neither of you have a car. And so you guys, you and Eric took Kevin's car keys without asking him, <laughs> drove, got these cookies with his car, then went to McDonald's, gets themselves breakfast. And Kevin was most angry at the fact that you didn't even check with him if he wanted any breakfast. Yeah. So you you uh, you solved one problem, but Kevin was you stole his car and then didn't ask him if he wanted breakfast from McDonald's. So yeah, he caused a, a different problem. Do you remember that? Yeah, I know he wasn't at all mad that we took his car. He, he was like, "That's fine." He was fine with you stealing his car. He was just like, "Why would you not grab me food?" Like I would have said yes, <laughs> and it would have been like the fair like you pay for my McDonald's and like, you can borrow my car. Like it would have been like a very okay, which we would have done. We would have been fine with doing that. So yeah, it's uh, you live and you learn. <laughs> so just, just know, don't take a Ferds's M&M ice cream cookie sandwich. Cause I'll kill you. Yeah. That's, that's what it boils down to. But yeah. There you go. So Zach, tell me who's Zach. As you know, or maybe you don't know, because I don't know if you even finished an episode of the podcast. <laughs> I have not finished an episode of the podcast. So I, I've got a question from the previous guest, Kevin. Okay. If you could bomb any <laughs> city in the world, <laughs> which city would it be and why? Oh, gosh. I feel like I'm going to get arrested for answering this. That is, that is a dark question from Kev. Yeah. I don't feel like there's a good answer to this. Um, let me think about it. You know what Colin's hometown is? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Colin. Love you. Um, She's catching strays as well for no reason. <laughs> Do you know what Colin's hometown is? Dan said they didn't trust him to drive a truck, so I figured I'd, I'd jump on. So, so you're going to bomb his hometown? I think I'd jump on him. Um, if Dan could quickly leave, or if he has already left... Um, I hate Pittsburgh, so yeah, that, yeah, get rid of them. I don't need the Steelers, quite frankly, or the Penguins. I mean, Steelers way less, but I hate them more. But okay, yeah, nice, yeah. I'd bomb Pittsburgh. There, you can you can cut that or you know keep that if you want. I said it. Amazing. Um, hopefully that was the right question that Kevin asked. <laughs> if not, then that's on me for not doing a good job. Um. How would you rate your experience on the podcast on a scale from one to 10? Uh, I'd give it like an eight. Okay. Why is that? 
Uh, the host was a little aggressive. Mm. You know, felt attacked. So I'll, I'll, I'll shot that down. Yeah. Overall, overall good. Um, I botched a few things as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll just a nice eight. Okay. Amazing. Uh, I'll, yeah, I feel like most people have said eight. So that's awesome. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Listen to my podcast. There's no way that's true. What can I do to improve? Get Jay Farrow on. Yeah. Okay. That'd be huge. Yeah. Let's, that'd be, that'd be big. Let's tag I think, Jay Farrow. I think that's your next guest. Yeah. Yeah. Get him in on this. He'll, you took a picture with him. He'll remember you. Yeah. Hey, Jay, this is me, the guy. <laughs> this is me. Um, great. What, what's the question you want to ask to the next guest? Do I get to know who the next guest is? No. Okay, that's fine. I was just checking. Um, boy, it's hard to follow up. Which city would you bomb? Um, all right, here's my question to the next person. If you were going to pull off a bank heist... And you needed a crew of three people to help you pull off this bank heist. Who would you ask? And uh, what would their like, you know, their little jobs be like? Who'd be the safe cracker or you know whatever? Um, wow, that's my question. Amazing. Is this within the context of our friendship or our friend group? Uh, I think that would be more fun for me. But if they want to go like celebrities, I would also be fine with that. You know, yeah. if our friends just like would suck at a heist. Which they, we would, we would probably suck at a heist, but I think it'd be, then you know what? Let's go friends. I think it's more fun. Great. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a great question. I can't wait to hear that answer. Hopefully I'm like, hopefully you remember it. Hopefully I'm involved. Hopefully I do remember it. Yeah. We'll see. I should write this one down. Do you think you would do well in a heist? Yeah. Why not? I don't know if I'd pick you. I'd pick you. For what? Uh, like the guy who gets shot or something. <laughs> yeah, no, the guy who delivers the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, Steve, Steve, Steve from Donato's here. I guess. Ooh, let's touch on this before I can. I can just add this in later. If you know, I don't know. Do we want to talk about your wedding? Is there anything to talk about? Uh, I mean, it it was successful. I'm still married, so um, good. I, I don't really. It was hot as balls. I remember that. Um, yeah. No AC in the in the church. Mm. Uh, and you and uh, you and M. Lloyd were animals on the dance floor. Those are mm. my main talking points from, from the old wedding day. Yeah, well, I think you've talked about it. That's perfect. That was such a good day, too. That morning, we woke up early-ish, and we... Got some, got some brekkie or brunch some, or whatever. Yeah, I got some, some nice little tasty food in our tummies. And uh, yeah, it was just a good time. It was a great day. I concur. Uh, and now you are married two kids a third on the way and you've got a house <laughs> one of those things is true <laughs> two of those things are true right I, well i'm married and i have a house that's right that's right <laughs> two of those things are true yeah correct well i have three pets though so you know wow that's a that's that's good that'll hold us over you have three pets if you were to kill one which one would it be winston no winston no hesitation i get it though He's nice. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, no, no. I'm just saying, if I had to pick. Gun to your head, you're putting the gun on his head. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Is this over? We done? I think so. All right. Rock on. How you feeling? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, your first podcast, in case you weren't aware of that. Um, wow. You know? Hope it wasn't like me being 
you know, trash, but, uh, I wouldn't say so. That's good. You know, you can tell me if I am. Yeah. Or if I was nice. Okay. We actually, so <laughs> wait, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bonus segment. Maybe I include this, maybe not, but like what inspired you to say eat, pray, love? Truly. I have no idea. Yeah. I've never, I've never read the book. It's crazy. You said it and then someone tattooed it on their body. Ooh, oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. I've never read the book. I've never watched the movie. Um, I just felt like goodbye wasn't appropriate in that moment. I needed to send them off with something a little extra, you know? Yeah. And this is your official send off. Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. Be a light. Frick, cat just jumped me. Oh my gosh, scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Your cat jumped you? He literally just like jumped on top of me, scared me. Oh.